In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthy. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus summoned his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits with power to cast them out and to cure all kinds of diseases and sickness. These are the names of the twelve apostles. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon the Zealot, and Judas Iscariot, the one who was to betray him. These twelve Jesus sent out, instructing them as follows. Do not turn your steps to pagan territory, and do not enter any Samaritan town. Go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and as you go, proclaim that the kingdom of God, kingdom of heaven, is close at hand. Gospel of the Lord. The West lives in a world where madness seems to have taken hold of every known institution. The government, media, medical science, schools, marriage, and even religion, with certain pockets of the last group holding out in resistance to the mainstream culture. In a hegemonic age of gender ideology, Person's chosen pronouns are fluid, subjective, and according to this ideology, capable of reflecting a person's true identity, despite what reality shows. Such an ideology is not just an affront to reality, but more fundamentally, a rebellion against the will of God, the objective foundation of all reality. This ideology refuses to acknowledge that it is God who makes us who we are and it is He who can remake us to be who we are called to be. Technically, no one can be a self-made person. We are made in the image and likeness of God, called to be His sons and daughters. The first is what we call creation. The second is a vocation. Today we are given the names of the twelve apostles. Their names indicate their vocation. These twelve were not just nameless, anonymous individuals, but real persons with names. Their names are so important that they are remembered in a list which appears slightly different in all three synoptic gospels. Though the fourth gospel does not possess a list, several of those names are mentioned in its narration. Names matter. For Catholics who see all of reality as replete with meaning, it is all the more so. The Catechism tells us, God calls each one by name. Everyone's name is sacred. The name is the icon of the person. It demands respect as a sign of the dignity of the one who bears it. Parents, be careful how you name your children. You can either empower them with a zeal to live up to their saint's name, or you can shame them with some trivial ideological moniker or celebrity's name and subject them to the ridicule for the rest of their lives.
while postmodern existence would seek to rob us of this awareness of the rich meaning all around us, it can be helpful to look back and be reminded of what men believed in times past. Often these beliefs were anything but primitive superstition. They filled the human experience with beauty, colour, depth and mystery, in short with love. How one chooses a name reflects that love. Love for God, love for the saint, and love for the child. It is essential to remember the names of these twelve, on whom our Lord laid the foundation of his church, the new Israel. It is important to remember that the church was built on the living testimony of these historical individuals, with all their flaws and foibles. A reminder that our church is not just the byproduct of the imagination of early Christians, as many moderns would like to say. The apostles were no mythical, mythical figures. When moderns claim that they are trying to reimagine institutions like family, government, religion, don't believe them for a second. They are just merely reinventing a history that didn't really take place or are attempting to build something new which will never exist. Now, that's a myth. Our Lord Jesus Christ, the Word incarnate, is real. He's not a physical hero or a figment of our imagination or a figure created by the church in order to hoodwink her members. How do we know? We have the testimony of these 12 men. They were real men, even though one betrayed him, another denied him, and others abandoned him at the time of his need. We still remember them all. Even the blackest smudge on the white sheet has something to teach us. Knowing and remembering their names remind us that the one they followed is worth remembering and celebrating. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.